Hey, welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, and Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? Look, it's the beginning of a new year. Uh, you might not be listening to it at the beginning of the new year, but it's the beginning of a new year. <laughs> and as one year wraps up and a new year begins, mm-hmm. of course, everybody's going through different things. Hey, new year's coming mm-hmm. and the old year's uh, is over with. And so with that in mind, we thought about uh, what people tend to regret on their deathbeds. <laughs> That's right. I know it sounds reasonable, but yeah, we want you, the primary reason for that is we want you to move into this new year with no regrets. Absolutely right. Like everybody's talking about all their goals and all of that stuff, but I think this is an important topic as well because there are things, it it sounds very morbid, like on your deathbed, what do you regret? (laughs) But that's when the most important stuff comes to the surface. Right, when you have the best perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we started looking into these, what we found was so many of these deathbed regrets mm-hmm. actually apply to your marriage. Sure. And we don't want them applying to your yeah, marriage. Look, it's all relationship and we're all relational beings and, and marriage is our second most important relationship behind our relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus, right? So look, when you're setting those goals, when you're starting mm-hmm. to put that in place and when you're trying to think, hey, what's this year's word or, or those kind of things... We need to make sure we're keeping in mind the long term. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is it that that if we don't get accomplished in 10, 20, 30 years from now is yeah. really going to impact, not just what's going to happen this week? Right. Right. No, mm-hmm. that's such a great point Thank because you. some of our, our goals are shorter term mm-hmm. or they're, this is what I want to do this year. Yeah. Survive not, the day. <laughs> right. Right. And how do I get through the year and how do mm-hmm. I better myself, which those are all fine and good, but we want bigger things. We yes. want you living a life of no regrets. And sure. that means I did, we did the mm-hmm. most important stuff. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, the most important stuff. Exactly. That's what we want to what we want to be about. Mm-hmm. And before we get started, I want to share a review with you because we are so grateful mm. when you guys leave us reviews because they're so affirming to us and they help other people come to our podcast so their marriages can grow and thrive and they can hear about Jesus too. And so we want to give a shout out first to Bryce and Kendra. They left this review about laughter. They said, my husband and I listen in the mornings while getting ready for work, which I love that. I think that is so great. It's so simple. It's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons we keep them fairly short. And it says, we love the content, but more importantly, we love the laughter and the giggling. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on. And I love that because enjoying the journey, Mm -hmm. it's something Mm -hmm. we say every episode, but that's that's who we are as a couple. And it's what we want to share with you is enjoy this journey of marriage, laugh Mm -hmm. together, have a good time together. And that for sure, I know on my deathbed, I am not going to regret the amount of laughs I've shared with you. And so that I think we're killing it in that. Oh, that's funny. We're killing it. Killing it on the deathbed. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, that's, we want you laughing. Yeah. Yeah, We want you laughing as a couple. Mm -hmm. So now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and get started. Yeah. And I think we need to kick this off with scripture because scripture is always going to apply to sure. everything we teach here. No, that's a good and idea. this one, it's, I'll paraphrase it, paraphrase it here from Philippians 3.13. Mm-hmm. It's about forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. Yeah. 
And that's what we want you to do is we want you to forget the former things, forget mm-hmm. the things that was in the past this, this last year and start striving forward and striving forward without those regrets. Right. And it's not about when we talk about forgetting what's in the past, <laughs> we're not talking about don't learn from it. Right. We're not saying don't look back and evaluate what wasn't working, what went wrong, what didn't we do? Like sure. look back, evaluate it, and then move forward and strive ahead. Right. So that way we don't end up having more regrets for continuing to do the same problems over and over again. Yeah. But just the very fact of saying that, look, forget about it. There's like all these pleasers and avoiders are going, we don't, we don't have to bring that up again. <laughs> Honey, they told us we just forget about it. We got to strive for it. Yeah, yes. we don't you need know, to deal with yeah, any of that. Yay. But, as as, but don't keep doing it. Don't right. Keep, right. Learn from it. I, I, I have a, a solid belief uh, I, that God loves us so much and he that he wants us to, and out of his grace, wants mm-hmm. us to learn lessons in life. And yeah. because he's so graceful, filled, and so mercy, uh, mercy filled, <laughs> yeah, mercy, mercy filled, <laughs> didn't sound right. Because of the oh, amount of grace that he has for us, he gives us more opportunities to learn the lessons that mm-hmm. we might not be learning from our prior opportunities. So yeah. if we don't learn, then he, out of his grace, gives us another opportunity to learn until we learn it. Yeah, so, it's so true. Yeah. And I think these people that are on their deathbeds and they're looking mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. I mean, I think a big question they're asking themselves is like, why didn't I do anything about that? Why mm. did I keep mm-hmm. living the same way year after year, time after time, and never change and go after these most important things. Yeah. Because so. that it happens. It's not you don't have to mm-hmm. intentionally seek out to repeat the way you're living every day. Oh no. Oh, great you know, point. There are yeah. habits and <laughs> sure. I mean we're just we're not even thinking about doing the mm-hmm. things we do. And if we don't stop and evaluate that, if we don't check it, mm-hmm. then we won't ever change it and we will fall into that trap. Yeah, no, that's a great, if you don't check it, you don't ever change it like that. Oh. No, it, it's, it's true. These habits you don't have to think about doing. And if we don't think about doing them, we'll keep doing them. Right. We get good at what we practice. Right. We just tend to practice the wrong things and get really good at them. Yeah, that's, man, that's sad. It is sad. That is sad. We're all doing it. Sad, we yeah. are all doing we, it. We are all doing it. Glass houses. Don't, don't, that's don't right. get us wrong, people. That's right. So let's talk about some of these deathbed regrets. Yes, let's. A lot of them are probably familiar and you've heard mm-hmm. them. And I oh, think, sure. you know, most people have heard some of these, but perhaps mm-hmm. you've never thought about them in your marriage. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and so one of the top ones here, and these were some of the top ones that we pulled out. We didn't go over all of them. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really worth your time to search search some of these things mm-hmm. and evaluate because these are the things, by most cases, not all, because it's not done with a, a Christian worldview, yeah. but these oh, yeah. are the things you should look at and go, you know what? Am I doing these things? Because mm-hmm. this is collectively what people are saying they're regretting. And so that first mm-hmm. one is, I wish I spent more time with the people that I love. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I mentioned that before. We've, we talked about that. We're relational beings. We're mm-hmm. created for a relationship. We're even told not to stop gathering. Paul, Paul yeah. warns believers, don't stop gathering like some have because mm-hmm. we need each other to uplift and to build each other up. That's the design. And mm-hmm. so the ones who lo- we love the most, including our spouse, yeah. can sometimes be driving some um, challenges 
mm-hmm. because we need to build each other up. But that's part of the design. We're to make each other better yeah. and letting each other continue in our going back to the habits, letting each other continue in bad habits. That's not overly loving. No, no, no it's not. And when you talk about how scripture says, don't stop meeting together, mm-hmm. because that's where we find our encouragement. And we, when we look back to 2020 and how mm-hmm. collectively mm. mental health has oh, yeah. declined, like I'm not talking a little bit, I'm talking substantially mm-hmm. like 35 to 45% has all of anxiety, depression, all of that increased and it's not gotten much better yet. Mm-mm. It is not proven to get much better. Mm-mm. And I think because we all fell into the habit of disengaging oh, yeah. with community. It's easier. And yeah, and it's easier. And so people, and so this is where we really need to take this verse to heart and go, who are the people that I love? Mm-hmm. Should be your spouse. Yeah. Should be your kids. To start off with, yeah. Yeah, you should be wanting to spend more time with them and not isolating at home. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, you can be together and also alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that is really painful. That is a painful sure. way to live in marriage. Yeah. But you also no to need live. to be spending time with communities, get mm-hmm. plugged into a life group, go to church, go to a Sunday school class, get your core group of friends because mm-hmm. that's where your encouragement is. Yeah, you need to be around other couples who are trying to do it right. Right. <laughs> not, 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 not the wine club. But it just were other tra- couples who are trying to do it right, who are trying mm-hmm. to be better spouses, who are trying to be better parents, who are trying to. Be- <laughs> are you talking? I want to clarify. You said not the wine club. You talking W H I N E or W I N E? W I N E. Yeah. Because they if, both if, exist. Yeah. Just if we're just doing morning mimosas, right? That's that's <laughs> not the type of building up that it's going to be beneficial right. in the long run. I like so we need to really make sure that we're focusing. <laughs> Being intentional on our associations, being intentional mm-hmm. on the people that we're going around, because that's going to matter. It's going to right. impact Right. We can't us. just hang out in superficial clubs mm-hmm. where we're all faking our way through oh, life. Yeah. So we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so here's another one. I wish I worried less. Oh, yeah. Ooh, don't yeah. we all? <laughs> I don't need to be on my deathbed to have this come up to my on my plate. And scripture is clear with that. Oh, yeah. It's very clear to that. Look, there's... There's more than 360 some odd, 65 mm-hmm. references to not fearing and not worrying and all that more than every day of the week. Why? Because mm-hmm. God probably knew we were going to need that many references, right? To, to right. be reminded. It is hard. And one of those is Proverbs 12, 25. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Yeah. How, how can we get a good word if we're not hanging out with people? Right. If we're not being around the ones that we love, the ones who are willing to invest in us, the ones mm-hmm. who are, are that we're investing in. Right. And and anxiety, like the scripture talks about, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It weighs you mm-hmm. down. It impacts your life and it impacts your marriage. Oh, yeah. It impacts your relationships. And so mm-hmm. how do we combat that? Well, we've got First Peter 5, 7, talks about casting all your anxieties on him mm-hmm. because he cares for you and that him is Jesus. And if you look at that word, word. This always jumps out at me. This is an active word, casting Mm -hmm. 
all your anxieties. Yeah. It's not boom, cast, throw them out there and you're done. It's no, you cast them and sometimes we reel them right back in, don't we? Oh yeah. And so cast them again, <laughs> reel back in, cast it again. You keep casting right. until you have surrendered these to Jesus. God, take care of this for me. Mm, but you're not doing it fast enough. Um, <laughs> right. you know, I meant my way. <laughs> yeah. And and my my timing. and, and just Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. And so we actively have to be continuously casting our anxieties on him. Why? Because they weigh us down mm -hmm. and because we have a loving father who cares for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And those are reasons enough. Yeah. Who can handle it infinitely better than we can. Mm -hmm. That's right. In ways that, that are much better than we could ever imagine. Yeah. But, you know, we gotta, it, it's, it's hard. It's, I'm not saying it's easy. It's, no. But it's definitely a challenge. All right. So here's one of the ones, another regret, forgiving more. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had forgiven more. Yeah, people just regret that they weren't more forgiving, that they held on to unforgiveness. And look, guys, unforgiveness in our marriages and in our lives is detrimental yeah. to the relationship. It's detrimental to us. That's why God speaks so much in, in, about it and warns us. And it kind of takes a strong stance. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's I mean, it's detrimental to our relationship, but it's also detrimental to our relationship with, with the Lord. Yeah. Because he's saying, you don't forgive them, I'm not going to forgive you. Mm, yeah, and it's not strong. its not talking about salvation and all of that. But if you mm -hmm. want God's forgiveness, if you want to actively be forgiven by God, you're going to have to become like him and forgive your spouse. Yeah. You're going mm -hmm. to have to. Now, forgiveness does not equal rebuilding of trust. That's mm -mm. that's separate. But the daily yeah, small things, about that. the things we're bitter about, the things we're, we're holding resentment towards, we've mm -hmm. got to let those go. And we're called to forgive as God has forgiven mm -hmm. us. And I don't think, aside from, I think, love and forgiveness are the two biggest ways we, we have opportunities to be like Jesus. Oh, yeah. If you want to be like Jesus, you will become a good forgiver. Mm. I mean, mm -hmm. that is what it's about. If you want to change your marriage, you will become a good forgiver. Yeah. And so it makes total sense to me why this is a big issue at that end of life where you're thinking, I wish I had just let things go. Yeah. And part of that is probably like, mm. Gosh, I got tripped up by some dumb things. Mm -hmm. I lost a whole relationship because I got mad at my mom for this. And so I never spoke to her again. I never spoke mm -hmm. to my sibling or to my best friend, or I've just carried resentment for 10 years in my marriage because my husband disappointed me this, this one time and I can't let go of it. Right. And not to dis dismiss or diminish all of pain in marriage. This is a much deeper topic, but sure. we're not going there today, but forgiving one another is a big thing we want to actively be doing. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be on your deathbed going, I wish I had forgiven my husband. Right. He's never going to know. And, you know, it's just, that's just a sad one. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. it, it, and I think that's why God is, takes it so strongly and, and is so active, well, not, not active, is so bold about, look, if you don't do it, I'm not going to do it for you. If you want forgiveness, mm -hmm. you better get, be, be forgiving. Yeah. It's like the parable of the servant who was forgiven for this huge debt and then for a, a buck didn't yes. forgive his fr fellow friend. And then it's like, look, it's ridiculous for us to sit there and hold on to unforgiveness thinking that we're mm -hmm. doing it better than God can and would Yeah. after the forgiveness that we were given. Yeah. Uh, and look, I'm not trying to, to hurt anybody's feelings with no. that because I'm not saying it's easy. And no, I'm it's not, a big deal. And we're not taking away pain. These are separate or trauma, separate mm -hmm. issues. Yeah. Separate issues. And part of that, and I'm not to get too much into that, but part of the maybe the issues with trauma 
might be because there might still be some unforgiveness Mm -hmm. that's keeping that from being able to be processed. Yeah, that's definitely a component of it. Mm-hmm. In fact, here's a little bit of a spoiler alert here. Mm-hmm. We actually have a book that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. in 2024 all about forgiveness. Yep. And you're going to want to get that. So if you're not following us on social media and all that to get all the updates, be sure to go follow us over on Instagram so you can stay informed with what's coming down the pipelines with us. Yeah, right. That, or you look, get on our mailing list. You can you yeah. can do that at, at email at expeditionmarriage.org, off our website, expeditionmarriage.org. Mm-hmm. We'll hook you up. Yeah. Yeah, because forgiveness is a big topic, and mm-hmm. it's tripping up a lot of couples. and sure. And it's tripping us up in our relationship with one another and our relationship with the Lord. So you want to get that cleared up, and you don't want mm-hmm. that on your regret yeah, list. Stay tuned. Yeah, that's right. And so here's another one that I think this is kind of an unexpected one. When I read it, I'm like, oh, this 100% applies to your marriage. And it's, I wish I had stood up for myself more. Mm, And now that sounds a little controversial to make that a marriage topic. But coming from our end, where we're marriage counselors, this is a big deal because there are so many couples in really cruddy marriages Mm -hmm. and really struggling Mm -hmm. because of this. And what this is, this is not, we're not talking about selfishness. No. We're not talking about getting your way, but what we're talking about is boundaries. Yes. Is standing up for yourself when you Mm -hmm. have a spouse calling you names, when you have a spouse Mm -hmm. lying to you, when you have a spouse repeatedly cheating on you or disregarding you or not emotionally connecting. If you were in a miserable marriage... There's likely a lack of boundaries there. Oh, yeah. And you might need to stand up for yourself and advocate for yourself to the extent where, you, where you're saying, it's not okay with me anymore that you treat me this way. Mm-hmm. And put some boundaries and put some consequences to those boundaries. Whatever it is you need to do, you can find, you can Google things on boundaries. There, you know, boundaries and marriage we is a great episodes. book. Yeah, boundaries and marriage. We have episodes book. on boundaries. We you can find boundaries. out things about boundaries. They are hard and they are challenging to do, but they are marriage changing things. Well, look, look, they're they're also loving. Mm-hmm. They're they're necessary for relationship. If everybody just just runs all over everybody else, well, then you don't have really relationships. You've got abuse. So yeah, you, and that's not God's design. God's no. God's design is for us to love each other, is to be kind to one another, is to stand up for each other, but mm-hmm. also to call each other out when we're oh yeah when we're acting in sin. Yeah. We're not to permit sin. We're supposed to go to our brother or sister if mm-hmm. there's sin going on. So look, God's huge in boundaries, and you know, not to repeat some of the, our other episode, but He's the Creator. Yeah, it was His idea. Yeah. So if boundaries done right, and so you're reading something like Boundaries in Marriage is definitely mm-hmm. a, a good way to go. But it doesn't even have to be these these larger issues. Right. It can just be those issues where we're not connecting. We're mm-hmm. we're just to tie back into what we talked about earlier coming home and then just getting so used to not being connecting with people that we're in the same space, but not, but we're isolated. Well, you kind of end up giving up a little. Well, I've tried this before Mm -hmm. and it doesn't change. So I will just resolve to being miserable and we will live different lives. We will sleep Mm -hmm. in different bedrooms and you just get caught in this rut and you don't get out of it. Mm -mm. You need to rise up. Yeah. You need to say, you know what? I need to advocate for myself because mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a miserable 
marriage. And even neither on a, should you. Right, you shouldn't. <laughs> you should. You, look, I, I'm going to go on a limb that chances are your spouse, on on the whole, we've mm-hmm. been doing this for a hot minute, on the whole, your spouse doesn't want to live in a miserable marriage either. No. There's exceptions. But so if it's going that way, it might just be because they don't know what to do. Right. They might be feeling- Well, they're de- caught in the same rut you are. Exactly. Might be mm-hmm. dealing with depression, might be dealing with, you know, with not, with helplessness. In, in and that- they feel like maybe nothing they do is satisfying to you or it doesn't matter anyway. And they're in their own box of, I've tried this, I've mm-hmm. tried things. And you guys just haven't connected together to really figure this out. Yeah, reach out. That's, this is what we do. We, right. it, and it can change. And we've seen it change. And we've seen so many people regret, we're talking about regrets, not mm-hmm. doing it sooner. Yes. Why they wasted years yeah. and not did, and not done something about it sooner. Yeah, six years is the average time mm. people will struggle in their marriage before they reach out to get help. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Now, we're going to continue this episode. We're going to bring you a part two next week. And so you're going to want to check that out because these are some really good marriage mm. changing ideas here. And we want to keep on sharing them with you. But before we go, I want to remind you, don't forget to be like Bryce and Kendra. Go leave us a review. Yeah. It'll take three minutes of your day. It will encourage us and bless our hearts. And we will love that so much. And it actually helps the community and others hear more about what Jesus can do in their marriage. Yep. So for today, we just want you to start living a life and a marriage of no regrets. Because it's when you start doing that, that's when you can enjoy the journey.